Hey everybody, welcome back to Down for the Count. Thank you so much for listening. On behalf of Janae, Alexis, and Nicole, welcome back to the show. So this week is a special week. We decided to take a quick break. Alexis was sick, just getting over allergies. Nicole was working as she always does, and so was Janae. So it was just little old me. And while some new things came out, and we were able to have a conversation about it, I wanted to make sure that you guys got some content. So instead of recording a full podcast, I went live on my Instagram and we had a very good conversation about Renee's podcast featuring Nia Jax. Of course, we talked about Brian Kendrick and his issues. And we also talked a little bit about Shay McMahon and just some other little tidbits along the way. So if you want to hear what we were talking about, and just be mindful, and I hope you guys enjoy this special episode of Down for the Count. This is one of my lives from my Instagram, so I will be reading off certain people's comments in the comment section and responding to them, and you will hear the voices of Nicole and Alexis, but you will also hear voices of my friends Kenny and Rico. They were involved in the live this week, so I decided to take that and put it on here for the podcast for this week. And that's what we're going to talk about. I hope you guys enjoyed this little special treat. And next week, don't worry, we'll be back with our regularly scheduled program. So we got a few things we need to talk about. And um, I know Kenny down to her last seconds on her phone. So Kenny might drop out real, real soon. So I'm going to try to make this as quick as possible. Um, So... Nia Jax, or Lena Fanine, is as her real name. I'm going to try to refer to her from her real name. Lena, formerly known as Nia Jax, was on Renee's podcast this week. Um, oh, you just got your charger. Good. Um, so, I got a few things that I want to say about her being on the podcast. I... Um, Generally, I I try to be as impartial as possible, and I try very hard to listen. But I I I don't like Lena. I don't like her, and I I hate to say that about people because I don't generally know her. I don't have a a clear perception of her outside of her character, but only but a few times. Only I only got a few glimpses of her outside of her character but she just there are some things that I I, I want to talk about when it came to this interview I talked about it in the group chat with um, some people in the group chat Dom was in there Rico was in there Kenny was in there <laughs> I do like you Keelan that is not true I'll be on your ass but I still <laughs> but I do like you um but I heard her side. There are some things she said in the podcast that I agreed with, but that was not tea that she spilled. Like it was general knowledge and it was basic knowledge that most people would know. Um, and with all this time that has passed going into WWE, it was clear she didn't have a clear understanding of the business. She didn't have a clear understanding of her position as a female in the business and you, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, what did she say? I'm getting to it. Um, she just, 
she didn't have a clear perception to her credit. She was young when she got there, but in my mind, it's like when when you go into something that you don't have a clear perception or understanding of, you would most definitely learn about it. You feel what I'm saying? You would do everything in your power to ensure that you had a very clear idea of what you were going into, what you were putting yourself through. Like you would study, you know what I mean, AJ? You know what I'm saying? In her case, um, she had family that was there. So she had an inside look into what she was getting herself into. This isn't like, I could understand this better if it was coming from an ember moon. Or if it came from, like, um, I don't know, somebody who, who had, like, if it came from Bianca. Because Bianca isn't embedded into wrestling, you know what I'm saying? She wasn't ingratiated into that. Um, I'm not even addressing that because that's absolute bullshit. So people can keep saying whatever they want. Um, here's the thing. She had options and avenues to resources, basically, to talk to. Her whole family has been in the business pretty much like the whole lineage from the Wild Samoans to her, um, to her, um, her cousin, Rocky, um, Rock's father to the Rock to her cousins with the Usos and Roman to their father and, um, with Rikishi. Like, she has places to look to in terms of gathering information. We're talking about Nia Jax. I don't want to talk about, I'm not talking about, whatever. Um, and it's just like, it, a little bit. So listening to the podcast, let me see the, the notebook that I wrote on last night. Listening to the podcast last night, um, she said she's not about, talk about whatever it is y'all bitches trying to talk about. Shit. <laughs> she was um she was talking about the injuries that she caused, the casualties. Um, she talked about Becky, which, like I said, it was a fucking accident, and I defended her on that front and every other match she had where people appeared to be injured or. Anything of the sort. And even when Kyrie got injured, it wasn't done on purpose. And I still stand by that. Even though I don't like her, I don't think she intentionally set out to injure anybody. Um, but what weirded me out was in the podcast, she made a point to mention Becky Lynch's name. Like her full name. Like, Oh shit! Like, she was like Becky, I, you know, I went to go check on Rebecca. I went to go check on Becky. I'm like, okay. And she was like, and you know, the other um wrestler I, I wrestled other um woman i was like girl she got a name if you can't why, why y'all want to call her Kyrie Sane? i was very confused by that i'm like why you can't say Kyrie Sane? oh she a petty bitch i was like what is going on here Thank yes that that was my point that was my thing and i was just like this this right here don't sound right to me and then let's get to the other part this is where shit get weird so she goes well everybody thinks that i had this inside 
thing because my cousin was here and he was one of he's one of the biggest guys in wrestling and in entertainment today. And they felt like I had a little inside hold, you know, an inside holder keeping me in the company and whatnot. And she was like, that couldn't be further from the truth because he didn't support me. I didn't have any support from him. I had to do it on my own. And I was like, whoa, hmm. why not? Like, why, why, why wouldn't he? <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, can y'all hear me? Because I don't know what's going on. I but. can't hear you. You can hear me. Like, girl, I don't think they fixed, they fired you because you asked for a couple weeks off. You don't want the vaccine on the unemployment line, period. Can everybody in the live hear me? I just want to make sure everybody can hear me. Okay, so it's not me, uh, Mortal Scorpion. You're going to have to go out and come back in, babe. Um, she really mad because you... No, I'm going to get to her release in a second. I just had to get some points going because um, um, she really low-key want to go back. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to get this out. I'm going to let Alexis in, and then I'm going to get this out, and then they can come. They can talk. Just let me get this out first. So, look, she said that Dwayne didn't really support her when she came in, and she she hid the fact that she was his cousin, and then the rumor started amongst the locker room that she was a cousin of The Rock, and Becky figured it out. Becky was like, it's you, isn't it? And she didn't say anything, but then the, the blogs got wind of it, and they posted the information, and that's how everybody knew. But Lena said that he did not support her. She said he didn't support her at all in her career. Those were her fucking words. Excuse me? That is that's very said. hard to believe. I can't. Look. I can't even make it up. You can go back and listen to it on Renee's podcast right, right now. Dry. Did, did I Look, play it on speaker? I, I tried. I that podcast, man. Like just like um, that podcast pissed me off so much because the whole time after she's sitting here saying that shit, I'm like, you are the most entitled, self little absorbed bitch ever. Now, like, here's the thing, because before y'all start going in, I'm going to get it out. I'm going to break it down piece by piece. But y'all can go back and listen to the podcast. I mean, Don told me to listen to it. He knew how I felt. And really, I don't have anything changed because what she said was not tea. What she said was readily available knowledge that I have been telling you for years. I told you the women don't have any power in that company. It's never been that way. They don't have any power except for over their own careers, and that is marginalized. It truly depends on who you are and where you stand. It is dog-eat-dog dog back there, and it's always been that way from the very beginning. It's, it was just starting to slowly change by the pay for the women. And I promise you, and I know Alexis hates to hear me say it, but it's the truth. If Rhonda hadn't got there... Those women wouldn't be making millions. They'd still be in six figures. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Because it's not It's not like like Charlotte. Because if that's the case, Charlotte would have wrestled Naomi already. They'd have had a program from the very beginning. If she had all the power that everybody says that she has, Charlotte would have wrestled Naomi by now. That you with her and Becky would not have been run back as many times. She would have had multiple feuds with multiple people. She probably would have been able to go on break 
get married to Andrade and do what she want to do. Okay? Same thing for Sasha. Same thing for Bailey. Yeah. Becky, too. If Becky had the power that everybody thinks she got, Becky would have dropped the title to Shayna. Shayna would have been champion throughout the entire pandemic. She would have been the Raw Women's Champion. And it's no shade to Asuka because Asuka did her job. But this didn't want to give her the belt. So we got to keep it. You, I'm not saying that Ronda is all the power that the women have. No. But there's a certain level of power that she commands being outside of WWE and them having no control over her. They don't have control over her likeness. They don't have control over her name. She can move however she pleases. Because she is not contractually obligated the same way that the wrestlers are. Mm. So there's a certain level of power that she does wield that will in turn reflect on the women in the business right now. It, it was done intentionally to elevate them so that they can be compensated correctly. So they can have marquee matches like they've been having. This stuff happened on purpose. It was an intentional rise. Now, her booking, that was WWE. That part you could be pissed about because she didn't have to be booked that strong. So that part I understood. But I'm telling you, there's a certain level of power that she can wield. That is why they had the women closing out WrestleMania. And that's why you've got a boost in money. Becky, Charlotte, them girls boosted their paychecks tremendously just by them being in the main event at WrestleMania. At one point, Ronda was the highest-paid female on the roster. Take a guess at who's the highest-paid female now. Becky. Becky Lynch. She makes... she At one point, she was making more than Seth was. <laughs> and that was after Mania. That was after she became the double champion. That was after all of that. So all that stuff Nia was talking about in terms of their money, in terms of how they have control over their careers, what they can say and do, the denial and all that stuff, that stuff I already knew. That was not no tea. That wasn't nothing that was like, ooh, she's spilling tea out here. No, because it was clear that that's what was happening backstage. You could tell that that was the issue. So we all know that the women are marginalized. That is called corporate America. <laughs> that's that's how it works. If she if she leaves now and she decides she wants to work in some bank, your ass is gonna be paid less than whatever man you working under. If you in the same position as a dude, you're gonna make seven dollars seven cents less than a man. But something yeah, like that, even if you have more education, if you've got more tenure, even if you are, are you got more experience, it doesn't matter. Women always make less than men. That has been like that since the dawn of time. So what she said, I was like, okay, you know, that ain't, that ain't, that ain't nothing to be, that ain't nothing to be hype about. But when she got into the situation of like, she was like, um, quiet, phone, shut up. She didn't. She said she didn't want to be the lead, the locker room leader in the back, and she didn't want to take the back seat. So what happened was, Vince sat down and told her and was like, "Hey, listen, 
if you don't take the vaccine, that's going to be an issue. Um, and she was like, okay, I understand. That's the business. But she said, if it don't feel right in my gut, I'm not going to do it. My thing is this. She said, hold on, because I'm going to let you go in a second, then I'll finish. She said, and I quote, I don't want to, they was trying to make her the locker room leader and was like, listen, you have to set an example for everybody in the back. And she was like, listen, I'm not doing that. I'm not a stooge. That's how she equated oh, the locker room I'm not a stooge. I'm not doing that. Um, she was like, I'm not, if they want to follow me, that's on them. She's like, you know, they're going to have to make their own decisions. To her credit, she is right. They do need to make their own decisions. But when it comes to health and safety, I would think that getting the vaccine would be the smartest thing you could do. All the research that's out there for you to find. And how come it is always, it's, this is my thing. All the research out there on the vaccine, all the research on everything that you can find when it comes to this disease. And everybody still quotes and says the stupidest shit. All the conspiracy theory stuff is the only thing you can remember. The vaccine is backed by scientists. These aren't government students. These are actual scientists that work in this field every single day. Head doctors. They're at the top of their field. I'm telling you to take the vaccine to protect yourself. You're in an industry where your ass is around anywhere from hundreds of thousands of people at a time. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't have the, the damn disease, you can cut it. Your cousin had the fucking, he's fucking immunocompromised and he still caught COVID, but you're sitting here saying it's not a bit, fuck off, Naya. It's she was like, I like never that. caught it. We were tested every week and I never caught it. I'm like, that doesn't matter. That that means nothing. It just means you were blessed to not get it. Yeah. I was like, okay, you know, live your best life. She was like, I didn't like the fact that they were pressuring me into taking it. And then um, they were like, they used the locker room leadership to try to, you know, sway me into um, taking the vaccine. And I was just like, that shit didn't move me. I was like, you don't want to take it. You and Drake Wears can live your best life in the corner. But it's real strange to me that you're real upset about these masks on these little kids. But these little kids and women been getting sex trafficked for years. Before Why is that now? Like, here's the thing I don't, I don't, first off, I, there was something, I tried so hard to be, get behind Naya, but there was something about her that, you know, when you see someone and you're just like, I can't click with them for some reason. I, I couldn't. And then she's saying she, they wanted her to be locker room leader. Who? She has such a shit personality that remember, remember she when did. she put those tweets out like, LOL, just hurt somebody. And we were like, man, we hope that's in character. That wasn't character. That was her. That was. She said that well, was character. She said the stuff she was doing online after Becky got punched in the face, the stuff she did after that. It was encouraged. So she was she was just doing her character work. That's that, I didn't have an issue. Uh-oh, we lost Alexis. When she comes back, um, I'll let her back in. I didn't have an issue with her character work because I knew that it was a work. I wasn't upset about that. And to be honest, that shit, I, 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 I didn't really care about. I, I was just like, okay, whatever. 
where I had the biggest problem was a discrepancy in her recount of how she felt after she got released. So when she was on, um, yeah, yeah, her interview with Renee's podcast. So when she was on um, Instagram, like a day or two after her release, she made that post about how she was blindsided. She was so upset. She put all this blood, sweat, and tears into this company, and she felt like she deserved better than this, right? Yes. And everybody was like, you know what? You're right. Straight like that, right? But then on the podcast, she does a complete 180, and she goes, I was honestly relieved. I was like, bitch, that's 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 not true. Then some then something's not not that up. one plus one equals three. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like she. I'm like that's just not true. Like you, I'm like how you go from. I'm like if you had said it, like at first I was really pissed because I'm like all I asked for was some more time off so I can get myself together, and y'all go ahead and release me because of it, and then after I really thought about it. You know what? This is my opportunity. I'm glad this happened. Then I could be like, okay, you know, I, I got you. That makes sense to me. But that's not what you said. No, because you what said, she what she originally said was she called them and said, hey, I need a couple more days for my mental health. So she made it look like they fired her because she requested some more time to get her brain together. But then when she went on Renee's podcast, she said on the podcast that she was relieved. Well, she's a fuck. You know who she's getting? You know what this is reminding me of? It's Mike and Maria. It's Mike and Maria. They wanted to be released. No, think about it. They wanted to be released so damn bad. And then when they finally got released, they act like, you know, oh, this is such a shocker, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, bitch, ain't it a shocker? You've been sitting there asking for your damn release and you finally... The fact that she so-called claim that they wanted her to be a locker room leader blows me. That that it there's no way. And then she's like, her, and then she goes, don't even know how to wrestle enough to be a locker no, room leader. No, I'm sorry, <laughs> I believe her. I that part I believe because they was trying to coerce her into getting that fucking vaccine. Well, I mean, at the, I I get it that way, but then she's gonna sit there and say that being the locker room leader is a stooge. So you talking shit about your cousin? Hmm. You talking hmm. shit about Roman? Who? Oh, let's get on the cousin. I did bring up the cousin earlier, but let's talk about it because she didn't talk about Roman, but she did say that Dwayne did not support her. Well, you know what? Because Dwayne can't get his hands fucking messy with her anymore because he's got her daughter down. His daughter is down in NXT, and he's gonna. <laughs> well, that okay. has nothing to do. It's like she's she's fucking lazy, and I think that's why he didn't so want to deal with her. She is fucking he said, lazy. She was like, I got there. And I didn't tell anybody who my who my cousin was. She said, I worked, I, I worked my way. And she said, I kind of liked it that way that nobody knew who I was related to. That was fine with me. But she was like, everybody wants to make it seem like I had an in, like um, I had like an insider in there that could help me stay, that I was secure. I didn't have to worry about anything. But she was like, no, like, she was like, he didn't help me. He didn't help me in any, any way. In my career, in any way, shape, or form, he never fucking helped. Liar! I just remembered something. <laughs> That's what she said. No, remember, like a couple years ago, this was before I met you guys. 
there was a report that Nia Jax walked out on Raw because she wasn't. I remember reading. She. I remember that. And then she. Guess what? Then she came back and said Dwayne was the one who helped her renegotiate her contract because the reason she walked out was due to her getting paid. So yes. she's gonna sit there and say Dwayne never helped bullshit. She said well, he never like helped her along a way in her career. That is what he said. I call bullshit not on like that. She was a top star anyway. It's not like she was gonna get paid fucking. And Tears is right. Tears is one hundred percent right. On that post on Instagram, it is still fucking up. It is still up because I went last night to check. She also reiterated that it had nothing to do with her vaccination status because she was never told that she had to be vaccinated. And then when she got her ass on Renee's podcast, she said that it was a part of it. She's she's messy. So it's like, so it's like, what's the story? See what I don't like about her versus when like the conversation with Cross and Scarlett, like they're very transparent about everything and they were like you know it had something to do with it but also didn't like there's also other like issues like being used and blah blah like they're very like (laughs) honest and 100% about everything like she wants to tap dance pussy pop and do circles (laughs) and it's like which which one is it it's like like don't sit here and play victim with everybody and be and be dishonest when you have said differently before and I was just like, okay. She and she addressed her her situation with Charlotte, and she said that it was just a miscommunication. Charlotte got out there, was a little too in character, and started, you know, going in. And she responded. They got backstage and they cleared it up. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'm like, I knew that too. That's not tea. I already figured that shit out the moment y'all was out there. I had that shit already. I'm like, what else is there to know? There wasn't nothing else to know, honestly. And I was just like, there is a lot of um, discrepancies in this this podcast specifically, and and just uh, in general with the shit she was talking about, like she 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 her not mentioning Kyrie Sane's name, but she mentioned Becky's, and I thought it was odd, and I was just like, why can't you say Kyrie's name? I I don't understand. You're no longer under contract with WWE. That's done. Yeah. So you can say and do whatever you want. But my problem is, I was just like, okay, Kyrie never did anything to you. She never said anything bad about you online. I don't know what she did backstage, but they just some something tells me Kyrie ain't the type to start shit backstage. You know what I mean, yeah. so she, right. I'm trying to figure out why you had an issue <laughs> with saying her name when it came to the people that you injured, but you didn't have a problem we're sitting up with Paige and Natalia and them on the stream, dogging and Ronda out and alluding to Ronda throwing Alexa, Alexa Bliss around like she was a rag doll. But when, then you talk about working with Bliss and say, I've been working with Bliss and we and her have worked together and we, she trusts me and I've never injured her. These were accidents. And I'm like, that. But also, but at the same time, her trying to throw shade on Ronda, quote unquote, in her probably twisted way on um Alexa's have, but Alexa is close with is like friends with Rhonda. Mm. That's my That's, point. So it's like why like why are you trying to be messy when Alexa herself is like friends with Rhonda? Like where 
like like tears has said one plus one is literally equaling three right now so it's like it's what's just going too on? many discrepancies for me and i'm just like while some of the stuff you talked about is all common knowledge if you've ever at least read one fucking article on the new york times the wall street journal or CNN about workplace discrepancies and pay salaries for women, or just Google women's salaries versus men's salaries, it will tell you that 90% of the time, women are paid less than men. That is a fact. That is not a damn spoiler. <laughs> that ain't no damn whoopsie, bitch. We all knew that. You knew that. She, dude, she... Last time I checked... That's just something in a... It's a problem... Just in America in general, yeah. hell, I had a problem with it but for a while. That's the way that it is. People are like workplace pay. Just think about y'all maternity leave, y'all in other countries in France and everywhere else. Like women get what three years off of maternity leave? Yeah, up to three yeah. years. And they get paid. You know, how, you know how long I had for maternity leave? I had a probably like power. three days. I had a month to to recover from to, major surgery, to recover from C-section, get used to having a baby, and then while well, that is all hunky dory, I have to call like every day. I was battling with HR because they're like, "Well, you're not here. You're not getting a paycheck," and I had to constantly keep resending my shit. To the point, my doctor's office just like, you know what? We got this on hard drive. We're just, if you need it, just call us. And then after being home for a month, I'm supposed to snap back into work mode and not, you know, be at home with a baby that I'm taking care of for the last month. She, she, yeah. She is doing too much. (laughs) And she, she does. She does. Renee has, uh, she like that. She said it herself, like that's been the home for release talent. But I heard her on the podcast. She didn't really ask any hard hitting questions. She pretty much was just sitting there talking with Lena because they're friends. Okay, yeah. and I think way- honestly, and like I'm not saying like, and like honestly, well, it's just like Renee, and I'm okay with people who are getting. Or it's not like people who are just getting released, like just going on there. Like we also have to realize, like, like Renee was there for how many years? Like all of these people are her colleagues, right. like people that she knows very, very well. Like Tom was one of them. Obviously, Naya <laughs> is one of them. So in that aspect, like I'm okay and like listen to that. And then I watched some of the clips, and I think Renee was just sitting there, like, "Girl, what is this?" Because like you can tell. In her face and like some questions, like she's just sitting there, like, oh my fucking. Well, then it's like the one where it's like she talked about like how much like she didn't like the traveling. It's it's just like the self entitlement to me because she's like, I don't like I don't like wrestling, and y'all know this is the quickest way to piss me off. These like third, fourth, fifth generation stars. Oh, I don't, I didn't, I don't want to, I didn't want to be a wrestler, but I felt like it was something that I was supposed to do and so everything has to be given to me i hate that shit i absolutely i mean hate if she doesn't want to do it why she she had a way she has a way of talking and i i mean i yes yeah, thing is and my my thing with her specifically was i just didn't like her condescending tone when it came to certain things like 
if you didn't want to, like, I totally understood the Royal Rumble shit. She was like, you just fired me, and now you want me in the Rumble. And she's like, I'm going to get paid regardless. You're not paying me extra. Right. She's like, I'm still under the 90-day contract. You're not giving me extra. I'm still going to get this check regardless. So yeah. why can't I go in the Rumble? That part I understood. I'm like, I, don't, I wouldn't <laughs> go in there either unless they're going to give me an extra ten grand. Are you going to give me more money on top of the money you're paying me? Then I'll go in. But she was like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. This this is just for you to have an extra body. Y'all know like, how I feel about being in the Rumble. So I that's one of the points I agree with yeah. her. Right. And she was like, well, she was like, well, and then on top of that, it wasn't a guaranteed slot. So that's why I was like, oh, so you were mad because you weren't one of the top choices. You were one of the names they was going to send the bench to see who he was going to pick uh. out. <laughs> I'm like, now I understand what the fuck going on here. Uh -huh. I, 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 no, he's right. <laughs> I mean, he ain't wrong, dude. Period. She, she's, like, she's such a fucking pick me. She, and, then, and like I said, like see, I never, see. I never, I never cared for Naya, but that whole how she treated Carmella, I was so mad okay. and i and again it's like i don't work there well but i was very mad that no one like sat there and like was like you need to chill out. i will because she i be that damn they made her that they made her be the villain no you know she what? said they told her no. they needed a villain but the how, why here. would you feel comfortable why would you feel comfortable talking to someone like that i don't care if they made you or paid you or like we all know reality tv that they do that but i in no way as a human being and someone who's like my colleague and quote-unquote someone i respect i would never do that to them on national tv i've been like no like they get enough leeway on that show that they don't have to do shit if they don't want to and you know what i will sit here and i will drag the bella twins from, i will drag the bella twins from here to, to like the end of the fucking world. Like I literally said when Nikki Bella came out at the Royal Rumble, protect your neck. Like I I like yelled that at my TV. I will drag those two hoes to the ends of the earth, but not one time, not one time, and y'all can Tiff, Nicole, you can speak for this. Not one time have I ever mentioned how they looked. I have never dragged them. I may have said their tits look too painful, but I have never dragged them. For the I say everybody's tits in that company. They look hard. They looked uncomfortable, but I have never said. They did look hard. Nikki's especially. I had Nikki's did look real hard. I will hard. call their mama ho. Mm -hmm. I will say some real. I will say some nasty mm -hmm. shit, but she I will did. never drag them for the way that they look. And. She did call her mama a hoe. Yeah, that's why she called her mama yeah. a hoe. She did. But I, I mean, I'll do that, but I'll never say that they're ugly or I'll make a comment about the way they look. And then she goes up to Lana and she's like, well, sometimes wrestling's just meant for people. Bitch, you're only there because of your name. You are the second. Oh, uh, during the whole Nia Carmella thing, the Bellas were no different because Nikki believed what Nia was telling her, and I'm like, girl, she mm -hmm. did believe her. They're about as dense as a bag of bricks. I, but it was just, <laughs> it was just, it was a the interview itself just did it. I was just like, the only thing that I agree with her with is their discrepancy in the, the power dynamic of the women and the men. And and the way they get paid, and um, the situation with her 
um, with the injuries because I'm like the only people she got into um, and the only people she injured was Kyrie and Becky, but Kyrie got really really yeah. injured really badly, yes. and she was like they're out here making like videos of me. You know, cutting pieces together where I'm like botch queen. They're calling me the botch queen. She was like, it, she was like, I worked really hard to make sure I didn't injure anybody in no, in my matches. And I was just like, okay, no, I'm like, well, that's how you felt. Then that's how you felt. And I, she was like, obviously, I'm bigger than a lot of people, so I'm gonna hit harder. No, I, and I'm like, I call, I, I call bullshit on that. I call absolute bullshit on that. She said, because she's bigger. Oh, awesome. She got such a lazy. Lazy, 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 and I repeat, lazy excuse. Like you have people again, like Alexa saying, like awesome Kong. You have people like Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace, yes, she is bigger, but Jordan Grace is very, very, very powerful. She's a strong girl, and I'm yeah. Not, and I'm just like, she's very, very powerful. <laughs> that bitch probably benches as much, if not as more, as her husband. To be completely she honest, my... and she has never had issues working with other women like i think she's a perfect example that she can work with women men at every shape and sizes um someone on the indies that i think is like a great example of like max and paler yes i love them is is a great example um i'm trying to think of who else uh, i'm working on there do drop man piper nevin yeah yeah big girl, piper but... nevin is probably it's bigger than naya yeah no offense mm -hmm. to her, but she is. It's because Nia's, Nia's, Nia's tall. But, like, dude drops out here flipping on people and shit, and you don't see her, like, people saying, oh, she's unsafe to work with. She was doing that shit in NXT UK. I just, I'm, I just, I just, at that point, we got to the end. See, I couldn't, I couldn't listen to all of it. She, she was, talked about, she was like, making me mad. She talked about like she had lost herself in Nia. She was like, I got nominated for People's Choice Award, but it was Nia Jax and WWE owns all that shit. And I was just like, well, wait a minute, because the name only means something if there's somebody behind it. Exactly. Yeah. So if you don't believe that the award belongs to you, then you didn't earn it in the first damn place. Period. So that is you didn't deserve internal. it. That bitch needs therapy, and I mean that because you know, worst possible. Yeah. Because th this is my thing. Because <laughs> even though the name was given to you and WWE owns it, you can't look at it like you didn't earn the damn award. If you weren't there, there wouldn't be no damn Nia Jax. Exactly. That was a character you embodied. You created and you kept going. And what right, I because I mean, look at Why Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks exactly. doesn't really sound like Mercedes Vernado, but you know, and she Sasha got the message. Yep. But <laughs> but she accepted her damn award, and she knows that without me, there is no Sasha Banks. Without Mercedes, there is no Sasha Banks. Exactly. I mean, now she did this, but Sasha did say herself. I lost myself in the character. I didn't hear my name for almost five years. Like I, I hadn't heard my real name. Y'all are back there calling each other by your fucking ring names or some shit. I, I think. Oh, I think it depends. 
I think um, that they just get in the mode of working and y'all working, y'all going and you going. Fans don't call you by your real name. They call you by the name they hear, by the name you're presented as. And that's all they know. Yeah, and I so think it also depends on who. Like, I don't think they really call Seth by his real name. I yeah, never I don't think hear people. Yeah. I think Becky's the only one I've heard call him Colby. <laughs> Obviously, that's her husband, so she should. But I'm right. saying, like... His real name is Colby, yes. Colby Lopez. With Colby team, Lopez. Colby Lopez. Her last name is fucking... Ew, that's so weird. Rebecca Lopez. Yeah. <laughs> 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 then their baby is Rue Lopez. That's so funny. Becky What's Lopez. Her? I think the baby's name is Roxanne. Yeah, Roxanne, Roxanne Lopez. I like that. I like that her name. Cute. Cute. I just realized that baby is half Armenian, half Irish. That's going to be a beautiful girl. Oof. That'll be, yeah. be stunting on hoes, man. Shit. Period. As she no, should. I, just, I don't like the. I, I mean, I was thinking about today, and it's just like, anytime she wrestled, man, I, I, I felt like I think we all did. We all felt scary. Like we felt scared for the person going up against her, or and it's just like, oh crap, please don't have. Because what was that one time she slammed Dana down, and Dana's head bounced, and I was like, oh shit, this bitch, this bitch injured. Cause she didn't remember. Cause she didn't move. Like she had to be carried out. Like or at least you know walked back to the back with somebody. I I I don't feel bad for her. I real I really don't. That's what um uh, Janae was saying too. Um Nicole said it too. I, I didn't. I don't feel bad because I feel like here's here's the reason why I really want to have this conversation. You have to understand what you're signing up mm -hmm. for. And you need to be mentally prepared for that. A lot of y'all keep talking about wanting to wrestle for WWE or you want to be wrestlers in general. It ain't no easy life. It's a lot of sacrifices that come into play. This is why wrestlers marry wrestlers. This is why they make families with people who wrestle within the company because they will understand. You're not going to be able... It's like being in the military. Your wife or your husband is not in the military, so they are not accustomed to the lifestyle that they have to live. When you are in the military, you are beholden to the government. You have to do what you are told. There is no ins or outs. Yeah, you can take vacation. Yeah, you can go, but you can't just call in nope. and take a day off. You can't do that. You gotta take your ass Why do you think so many of like the old school wrestlers are like divorced and remarried so many times? Because people can't handle the schedule. They can't take it. You wouldn't be able to take it either unless you made a conscious decision to not have children early on in their career and they happen to get into WWE early yeah. and they're able to go out and you can live your life and meet up with your husband at a certain time or meet up with your wife at a certain time so you can spend time with them, keep them grounded and everything like that. Unless you're going to sacrifice your life and be beholden to this person who is in that in that lifestyle, your ass ain't gonna be able to do it. You got to be a strong bitch to be able to hold down your family for 360 yeah. days out the year. Romans left all them fucking kids, yeah. Jesus. Okay. You need to lay well, off she her got for like a whole, she, she got like a whole village in that house helping her raise all them damn kids. Now you gotta be you you gotta be real strong to be able to deal with that. 
you can't you can't go into that life, especially working for WWE and AEW included. They are not excluded because they have a whole fucking roster of people that are got that are fully dedicated to them and they're on the road just as often as WWE is and their shit is yep. just as hectic. It is no I remember different. watching this thing back in the day um, when WWE and NTV kind of had like that weird partnership thing that they had going on. I, I, I miss that. I miss Sunday such night. They need to bring that back instead of the fucking pre-shows with Jerry Lawler. They need to bring back Cyber Sundays too. That, that would Hell be awesome yeah. NXT. I miss them days. You used to post some weird ass <laughs> matches in there. But like, um, I was I remember watching this and this always stuck with me because I was like one of those kids who are like, I'm gonna grow up to be a pro wrestler, you know? And um they are interviewing Billy Gunn. And sorry about my voice. I'm almost over this thing that I've been having for a while. Um, and he was saying that, like, you know, this is, he goes, you know, this isn't an easy life. You're getting slammed around 300 plus days a year. You go home to your wife and kids. You don't have time to be dad. You don't have time to be husband. You got time to be, go home, get your shit washed, sleep in your own bed for a day and a half. And the next thing you know, you're back on the plane. And you're doing it all over again. He goes, this is not for the mentally weak. He goes, if you want to stay home with your family, this is not the job for you. And and that like, that's just the reality of it. I'm not even, and I'm not saying it's fair. I'm not saying that it's fair because I stand by what I said. I still think WWE needs to have an off time. Oh gosh. Football players have an off time. Basketball players have an off time. Baseball players have an off time. Every sport in this country has some time off. Whether it be a month or two months, they need it too. It's the most volatile sport next to football. Are you serious? No, they need to have an off time. At least a month. Even though they're not on the road, they still go 365. And they're not even touring Europe yet. They, so you got to add, like, the European. You got to add the, when they actually do, I'm not counting Saudi, because we all know that's blood money. But, like, when they do, like, the, when they finally are able yeah. to do the European tours again. But that check clears, though. It it clears. Clear. It's all good till it bounces. <laughs> it's clear recently. You know what they gotta do the okay. european uh tours and then you know any other tours that they do overseas and it's just like like even like the, okay like even like let's just say guys like kenny omega let's just take him because people like here i'm using him for an example you have kenny who's stationed here in aew okay but he also works in New Japan. So that includes traveling to New Japan, doing all the shit over there, coming back. Hey, AAA, got to head to Mexico for a couple of weeks, months, whatever, you know? Or, you know, flying back and forth. Oh, I got to go do this thing in Canada. Go to Canada, London. You're waking up in different time zones every day. Got to go to Nashville to film yeah. Impact. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about everything else. <laughs> But you, and then you see people were like, "Well, Randy gets to leave. He leaves for months at a time, and he doesn't come, and he comes back." And I'm like, "Well, let's keep it real. Randy, Randy was real young when he started out. Was like nineteen, twenty. Like he was 
he was a baby. And he was going he strong. Yeah. And he was going strong for years. There was a time Randy didn't take no fucking there time There was like a solid three no. years that he was like the biggest main eventer they had because everybody left. <laughs> everybody left. Yep. I don't know what's, Cena what about what Cena was gone. Rock Cena was gone. gone. Rock was Stone gone. was gone. Yep. Randy had a yep. think Rock was it. Yeah, everybody was gone. Everybody was gone. Mm. Everybody. He was the only one left. And he was going strong. And I'm like, Randy, take and time Andy, off. Randy. And Randy's, Randy, Randy's a legend. Randy's a legend. He earned. He can take some time. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to finish out this feud. I'm going to sit at home for a couple months. Good. He deserves that rest. Awesome. What the Period. With Matt Hardy constantly speaking on Jeff Hardy. I don't know. That's that's giving me weird vibes. Maybe Jeff doesn't want to. No, one's, no one's worried about that. You know what? Him. I don't care as long oh, as it's not Rebby Hardy story? running her mouth. Because for some reason, I keep blocking her on TikTok. She's been very I quiet lately. I forgot. She I, don't, I don't trust I don't like it. <laughs> No, it's, 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 I mean, I don't know. Well, all I know is that situation was weird because WWE offered the drug test, he refused it. And then he went and took a test somewhere else. And it came back Let that he Jeff was clean. Let Hardy also so. be a cautionary tale, kids, of shit that can go wrong in wrestling. Because your body will be constantly breaking down. I don't care how good a shape you are in. And you see it now in pro wrestling, you got men and women... <laughs> Everybody in between, all shapes and sizes. That cat loves Alexis's voice. Every time she really? talks, Rory does that. Every you single time. Cats? Mine's kind of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about you, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I know, like, what, you know, your body starts breaking down, you start taking shit, then you get addicted to it, and then you get numb to that, so you want something a little bit stronger, and the next thing you know, you're in fucking rehab at 35. I'm just saying, if y'all are gonna go into wrestling, and you wanna be a wrestler, and more specifically, if you wanna work for WWE, just know that it is not going to be an easy ride. It's going to be fun if you're single and you're young and you're ready to do things. But if you got a family and you got a wife or you got a husband and you got kids, I hope y'all got a plan worked out of how y'all going to do this. And you got some ways of keeping yourself that's mentally why, stable. That's because why you I respect need Kevin Owens' wife so fucking much. Like, that's a... Damn. You got, and the one thing you need is you need to have people around you to keep you grounded in who you are. Instead of, see, here's a common trend that I find amongst the, the younger crowd of wrestlers that are like, I, um, I'm losing myself, and I feel like y'all don't have enough people around you to keep you in who you are. You ain't got, you ain't got no real friends to bust you down a couple pegs, or. You ain't talking to your mama enough, or you're not close enough to your family, your siblings, your cousins. You ain't close enough to people that will keep you where you are in terms of how you operate and your mental stability, the family that is actually good family that's not toxic and destructive, the family that's on your side, the friends that got your back, the friends that support you but tell you the truth. Those are the people you're supposed to keep on your Rolodex and keep on your constant you know, call log, constant text, group chat. That's how you're supposed to handle that. Yeah. 
Because you can't go into no lifestyle like this and be by yourself. What kills me about Lena is she got a whole legion of family. Her brother was the one who was like, maybe you need to quit. Maybe this is, this is too much for you. And she was like, no, I'm fine. And then she got the call. And her brother was like, this is your way out. Like, if you're not, if you're not happy somewhere, I mean, it's like, poor Ali, he wants to get released, but they're not honoring it. But it's like, if you don't want to be somewhere, like, here's, here's one of my big issues, is that if you didn't want to do it, why the fuck should you do it in the first place? You took, if you didn't want to be the big, if you didn't want to be a star, why the fuck should you do this in the first place? Yeah. When they were like, I see dollar signs when I see you. I don't understand your booking sometimes. And I was like, you don't understand her booking. Nia Jax was either always I'm booking Kelly, Kelly, I'm on sick TV. Y'all. Like, she was booked on TV in a match almost every single week. She was tag team champion with Shayna Baszler. She was raw champion. She, and she got her Cinderella story at Mania. More than most women in the back have dreamed of, and them girls came after her. She literally had, and I always say that besides me not liking her, I felt like she had the most, like, like, I feel like the most relatable, like, WrestleMania story. Yeah. It is. It was beautiful. It was like, I can overcome, like, the societal standards and believe in myself and I could achieve it. Like, it was just very simple and it was very, like, it was beautiful. And I always, always, like, I would, I would always, always, always cherish that. Not even that. I mean, I would always cherish that. Grew up with that perfect little bitch that always seemed to get whatever she wanted, even though she didn't deserve it. And then you finally kick her ass and one up her. And then you're just like, you ain't talking now, are you? Like, it's like one of those things. Right. Like, people can relate to that. Uh, every day. Exactly. You know how many- <laughs> Her and Naya. Not her and Shayna. Again, I hate saying this, but no, because yes. I love Shayna. Made those tag team titles relevant. They did. They made those tag team titles <laughs> relevant and sought after. Yeah. So you're sitting here going to tell me like they booked them mm-hmm. so well they did like even if you didn't like them as like, tag champs when they finally lost the titles you were excited for it yeah cause um, Tamina and them finally yeah. got it you know what I'm saying like and it, it, it's unfortunate because I feel like Naya she made a seat she was like I was trying to be the company girl some things I did buck against, others I didn't. But I was trying to be the company girl. I was trying to um, go along with everything because I thought that was what I was supposed to do. And I realize now that that wasn't the best thing then, to do. But and then I was you're just like, and saying you didn't want to be the stooge for being the locker room leader. I don't think anyone would have listened exactly. to her ass to begin with. Like, like <laughs> honestly, it's like you are the second person. In the entire Samoan dynasty that's ever set foot in wrestling, or let's just narrow it down to WWE because we'd be here all fucking night if that's the case. Look at my cat. Hold on. I know we're doing this, but no. Don't look at me. Hold on. Switching. Aww. 
<laughs> what has she got? Oh, my sweatpants because I'm fat. She's cute. <laughs> She's like, wait, they notice me. Whole fucking fuck. hair. <laughs> no, like she she is the second of a Samoan dynasty that that washed out in WWE. Who was the uh, first one? Fuck, he was um. I can't remember his name. I'm dating myself. He was with Legacy for a quick second. Yeah. What? I don't remember no one with Legacy. The only person I remember before, after Dwayne was Umaga, and then... No, it was... It was uh, Cody, Randy, Ted, and then the other guy. God, that's just a black. That's just a black hole. Of, I thought yeah, I got it like my daddy. When the fuck was there? If, for? Was if I ain't got it like my dad, he was a yeah. faction. I'm trying to think. Hold on. Tears <laughs> said that's cold. For I shouldn't have been kissing the Bill Twins' ass because I thought being friends with him would get me no, higher she, up on I, the ladder. Remember, I said that in the yeah. podcast. She every time someone talks shit about, uh, oh, Manu and Sim Snuka. Those were the other oh, guys, whoa. and they washed out because they just didn't give a fuck. I don't even remember them being. They a were part there of so damn quick, and I remember. Not you remember. Deep I remember cut. them because, right. like, one of them was there for a hot second, and I was watching something about wrestling with regret. It's like worst new generation wrestlers, and he was there, and he goes, "Imagine being built up." By being part of the Samoan dynasty, the same family that, like, The Rock, Jimmy Snuka, uh, like, all the big Samoan wrestlers, besides Samoa Joe, came from. And your attitude is so shit back there. And the time where everybody's attitude was so shit back there, you pissed off so many people. I think also he was, it was at that point when Vince was really listening to Randy. And he pissed Randy Orton off, which was something you didn't do back in the day. And he was gone. And that's why Randy got him. I fucking love Randy. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love him, but like, I love Kim. What's the other thing that came out with... Uh... We, need have, we need to get Kim on be, podcast. That would be fun. Oh my God. We need a t-shirt that says, not everybody can be Kim Orton. She got on my nerves, but now huh? it's like I've gotten older. I've kind of appreciated her more, if that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. She's just, it's just fun. Yeah, like, it's, <laughs> it's kind of like the same thing. Cause like with both of them, it was like because they came from the, Anu- the I, I, how the fuck do you say their last name? Anoa'i. That family that everyone should automatically bend down and kiss their ass. And they they couldn't wrestle. No. One of them one of them actually really hurts them. She said Kim the Groovy Orton. And you know what? <laughs> Kim Orton is living on every woman's fan fiction fantasy of being that girl in the front row and the wrestler locks eyes with her and it's love at first sight. Okay? Like let sure. her I'm let her live her it. best life. Like better than Rebby. And she minds her business. All she does is talk about her husband, talk about her kids, and she legitimately minds her business. That's, hey, she's better that's than Rebby. You know, she. That's it. That's all. She, that's all with, she does. And she serves looks. That's all I fucking need. Good. 
she's the perfect example of a mind your business, i.e., like a basketball. Mind your business. Wife. Stay mind in your lane. And unless it affects you personally, stay the fuck out of it. She used to jump the gun, but now that she's kind of mellowed out now because of the kids and everything, I think honestly. But Beth yeah. Hardy, Beth Hardy's the same way. She's hardly on Twitter until like something kicks up. And then when Rebby was running her mouth a couple years ago, Beth was on there and like, "You need to shut the fuck up before I literally rock across the street and slap the dog shit out of you." Isn't Rebby pregnant again? Who knows? What? All she is is the Hardy's baby making machine, so she needs to shut the fuck up. Kim sort of after Randy, she admitted it. I'm not praising no fucking groupie. Shit. I do the yeah, same thing. It's just like they like they came in there because they're from that family, and then they think like they should get their ass kissed just because they're from that family and they can't wrestle. They're like same thing with Naya. She re- they refuse to do bumps. Because the ring hurt too much. Like, okay, here's the thing also that if you guys want to go into wrestling, thank God MTV ran all this shit back in the day. Because I can't do math, but I can remember this shit right off the top of my head. And it was Billy Gunn again. And he was like, you know, the first thing everyone gets wrong about wrestling is they think that, like, the sounds are piped in when you hit this mat. And he goes, no. It, and it's, or it's springy. And it's like, no. It's wood held by iron and metal. And then they put basically a huge napkin over it. Pretty much. Um, and I know I can talk to. I know I can speak on it, and then tears that can well can as well. Like it's no joke. Like taking bumps, and I tell you, I have never. And I'm not as as athletic athletic as I used to be, obviously. But I did sports for years and years and years. I had never in my life felt so sore after something in my entire life. Like you guys remember, because I remember we, I was like, this is when I still worked at the casino and I never called, I never called off. I had to call off because I legitimately could not. You came on the podcast one day and you were in so much pain. You're like, I can do it. I can do it. And we're like, no. No, we'll wait till next week. No. Like I can get there. We're like, no, nah, dude. Like what? Aaron, you was making my back hurt. Like, stop. I'm like, you gotta go back. Oh my god, you gonna go back? Absolutely not. You Absolutely, not. don't do that again. <laughs> I mean that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's not it's not it's no it's no, no fucking joke. I used to bump on the kitchen floor. That's probably why I'm in my Sasha Banks era and having back problems right now. You know I'm what? My brother, my brother used to bump like shower bomb me onto the. And speaking bit, of so. Sasha, I'm very so she's gonna get shitty about getting advice from Sasha Banks, who's probably one of the best technically they have, if not the best technically that they have on the roster right now who's the most the consistently good. Sasha I was like some psych- she was like this um one girl and some and her psycho what? friend were yelling at me. I'd be like, this is a psycho like, like, friend. Not, not you and, mad, sis. Not you mad. And she was like, well, <laughs> um Finley came in there after we were in the locker room and these girls were ch- chewing me out. Finley came in there and was like, well, actually Vince told her not to 
um, take any bumps until the end of the match. And then that's when everybody got quiet. That, I was like, so why makes, did okay, say that? That makes no sense. And we talked about this earlier, okay? Like, you don't have to go out there like, Don, Don made a good scenario where it was like, if me and Rico were wrestling, I'm taller than Rico. I'm taller than probably half of y'all. I'm a big bitch. I can't help it. Okay. Hold on. I'll tell you, Tears, after um, Alexis gets done talking, so, I'll tell you what she's Now, said. here's, Go ahead, here's this. They are not like AEW where they only meet up one day, one day a week to, to, to do that. That's that. You're on the road 300 plus days a year. You ain't telling me like, <laughs> hey, let's like, y'all can't like see each other and be like, hey, tomorrow or when we get to this city, let's get there like a couple hours early and go over stuff and what this. Now, if it was me and Rico doing an intergender match, okay? First thing Rico would do? We better not take no fucking bumps for Rico. I wouldn't. Here's the thing. <laughs> I would only take bumps when it fucking matters because like Janae says, if I get hit, no, if no, I get hit know, by so. a DDT, <laughs> if I get hit by a very nasty looking DDT, my ass ain't popping back up. I'm going to sit there and like will lay there, more than likely, and pretend that I'm seeing the birds flying around my face, you know, like Montez. Like, I'll do shit like that. You know how much of the business I would give you I know. if you ever took a bump I know. for Rico? I'm just... <laughs> I'm in like if me and Rico right were the same height, okay? So, <laughs> okay, so what she said was, Tirza, this was this was closer to the beginning. And it was about her, it led from the injury to the bumps. So she was like, I got a lot of flack um, from some girls, some of the girls in the back, because I was not selling a lot of the bumps I was supposed to take. I wasn't selling them. In this particular match with this particular person, I didn't sell their hits. I didn't sell their uh, move set. So they got mad after the match was over and it was at a house show. She said they got mad and they were in the back chewing me out. And she said that um, Finley came in there and basically told her, told them that Vince told her not to sell the hits and not to sell the moves. And that's when everything went quiet. She then went on to say, well, we're good now. But in that, be in that beginning, like if we, we weren't good friends. We weren't close. We weren't talking. We weren't speaking. And we just simply didn't like each other. And she's had, this person has had problems with multiple people back there and didn't like multiple people. And she referred to her friend as a psycho. And I was just like, okay, if this is about Sasha, because she had matches with her biggest feud that was built, that built her up was her match with Sasha. Um, but this was at a house show. So it could have been anybody that she was wrestling. Yeah, it's not the point is, I didn't understand why she couldn't just tell her that Vince told her to no-sell. If that's what Vince told you to do, and you guys are in the ring and you're supposed to be communicating with each other, what was the issue with you telling her that? That's where I'm like, that's where something is wrong. That's here. where it goes back to and that thing with like me and Rico. Because if Rico and me are going to wrestle, Rico's going to go after my legs, right? So say he kicked me in the... Say he stomps me in the knee. If I stand, yeah, Tiria, it was nice. No, Sorry, I'm it just, it here's was what I was just trying that. to get out of this whole thing. If Rico has me back in a corner, okay, because they always do it to the taller wrestler, they stomp on their knee, 
and you know they're like ah, ah right like i wouldn't be sitting there selling it like Dolph ziggler but or like i've been being tortured or some shit but i am gonna look like i have like pain on my face i might do that thing where you know i'm limping or you know where i look like i'm trying to smack my knee back into place some- yeah don't do an italian's lamp don't do the tire because Natalia will get oh hit in the nose and then be limping you know, off. Like, like, the, like using the you ropes to try to keep, you know, like small things. You don't have to go out there and do like Dolph Ziggler levels of selling. Oh, shout out to Z- Dolph Ziggler for all his rumble that, appearances. What the fuck was Hell he doing yeah. last time? Because as soon as someone said, why does he have seaweed in his He always wears some. I think we need to. We need a roast dog. In the <laughs> in the nicest dirty. way possible. I no, thought you liked dog. Because I like him, don't mean we can't cut his hair and then he look nicer again. I don't I don't know, Child. but it's just like she's gonna sit there and no sell. Like like when I when I think of like no one not selling, I'm thinking of Hogan. I'm thinking that time where Nikki hit Charlotte with that uh and this is a perfect example that Janae always uses. The uh that th- that really big DDT that she hit that she hit Charlotte with. And instead of like, you know, selling it, like grabbing your head, laying there for a second, catching a breather, what is happening? Charlotte yeah. rolled out that shit. She rolled out and no <laughs> sold that shit. And that kind of stuff like pisses me off. <laughs> I don't fucking blame her. I put the soap. Nah, you gotta <laughs> kick it. See, see, he Rico knows not. So you gotta kick it in the back. So I'm, you know, that's when I'm limping. Tuesday said, "Being a dancer, where taught me to leave any personal shit at the door. Once you step inside the studio, you're a professional, and that's how I approach wrestling. I had to roll with people." No, she's still typing. So I'm gonna I mean, um, finish um, the comments. I'll say this, and then I gotta go because I got class tomorrow. But, um, you know, we've always said it that when you step in that ring, I mean, Matt and uh, Matt and Edge, that entire thing, when you step into that ring with somebody, you need to you need to be able to trust them that if something goes wrong or if something goes, you know, not according to plan, they're going to be OK. And a perfect example of that is uh, Sheamus and Cesaro when they're having that best of seven match or whatever. And I forget, yeah. I think it was Seamus, his foot like grabbed the rope because he was trying to dive between the middle rope. And his foot grabbed it and he could have landed really nasty, but Cesaro caught him and kind of like made it into like a DDT or something like that. Speaking of Cesaro, where is Cesaro? Why you can was think, he in the match? You can think or Shane, was he and I just... You can thank Shane for he that. He was not in it, by the way. He was not in the Rumble. Could it, there's not a lot of people who are that the one thing that also makes me mad and i know this is like completely deviating they had the most random men besides bat bunny i was so excited for that right i was so excited for bad bunny that spot with johnny knoxville is fucking hilarious I fucking loved it. It's funny. Because you have to, there has to be at least one spot that's funny. And that's what it is. He was in there for not for maybe a minute, but it was funny. I don't know if you guys seen it, but Sammy showed up at the Jackass premiere. 
He did I not. I seen that picture. Yeah. Posted. Like, who's cutting? <laughs> no, he so didn't. Funny. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so sweet. She's got the tank. I can't. Ah. Why can't you tell daddy? What are you going to do? I mean, I I don't know because it's coming from ringside news. <clears throat> and they yeah. keep citing ringside as their source. Because he probably wanted to go to Ireland. I doubt if he was going to win it. I'm just being honest. Once Roman got COVID and they sh changed all this shit around, yeah, he wasn't winning it. None of them were. The person who was slated to win it, wasn't it Riddle? Yep. Yeah, no. They got that shit to, to Brock so they can finish out this shit with him mm -hmm. at Mania. He going to get that belt back on Elimination Chamber. Yes. Yes. I'm being honest. They could have kept the title on Big E if they were just going to do this. <coughs> but they didn't have to. They could have just went, but they did it to give Bobby his dream match. Let him go over and win, despite him winning the way that he did. But they could have went about this a different way. They, he could have still ended up in the elimination chamber, regained the WWE championship. The winner of the Rumble could have chosen whoever they wanted to choose to go up against. It could have been done differently, but they went this route. That was their choice. And I was like, please, God in heaven, just put Ronda on fucking Charlotte. Just do it. Don't put her on Becky because we all are expecting it. Just put her on goddamn Charlotte. Please. No, for God's sake. Jesus Christ. I... I There's no plausible reason to do that. And it's still one of the most hated matches of the last five years. It just is, because it wasn't a good match. And it's never going to be a good match. I don't care how many times you watch it. It will never be good. It just wasn't. You had it built very, very strong. It was extremely explosive. And by the time that mania ended, we were fucking exhausted.
No, they better not. I'll be pissed if that's what they do. I'd be genuinely pissed the fuck off. She would throw some Asian and chaos shit out there and then go to bed. She gonna go to sleep after dropping a big ass shit. Just a big ass deuce in the middle of the line. I'm like, well, clean this shit up yourself. I'm out of here. Here she goes. Here she goes. Look. Okay, I want my money. I want my money. I want my money. They better not. They better not. I would I would already take that. That's the move. Nobody wants to see that. We didn't want to see it the first time. Well, shit. I mean, <laughs> at this point, Brock's more entertaining than fucking Bobby Lashley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His ass was showing up to work. He did what he was supposed to do. He get on the mic. It don't sound like fucking nails on a chalkboard when he talk. He funny. He charismatic, and you know I can't stand Brock Lesnar, but that man be doing what he's supposed to do. All right, I want my money. I want it. It's on doc. It's documented. <laughs> I want it. Well, I'm getting my money. February second or third. <laughs> <laughs> I want my money. All right. I'm a woman in my world. I need your money. All right. See how she see how she dropped that shit? See she did a double do. Right in the middle of the line. And that shit been gonna lay down. Cause she done she done got all the all her shit off her chest. So she like, okay, I'm good now. I'm gonna go lay down and get the best rest. Mm-hmm. Did you read about Brian Kendrick and his well, I I heard that shit existed before he got the AEW. <laughs> it's, just it's very interesting now that it's coming up after he leave WWE. Nobody went and researched Brian Kendrick on YouTube when he was in WWE because it located because once because I even searched for myself and it literally took me all of not even a minute and a half. Mm. <laughs> Let me um get let me get uh tears of comment back up because I had the original comments and she said I had to roll around with people who didn't particularly care for me because they prejudged me the second I walked through the door. But if they weren't selling for me, they were supposed to. I make them sell for me. Oh, tears said, "Bitch, you gonna be my bitch today." <laughs> the fuck. Said Brock Brock Brad Bunny brought life to the men's rumble. Hey Trey, Sammy live streamed at the premiere too. I didn't even know that. I don't follow Sammy Zayn on um Twitter or Instagram. Well, yes, I do follow him on Twitter, but I'm on, I'm not on Twitter enough to know what people be doing. So, but that's cool as fuck. Only wrestlers. Sammy cut his hair like his NXT days. He be my top five one night stands. 
I'm married to dude. I thought Sammy was very attractive when his hair was cut. But he a little lone wolf in it for me. And I'm like, when you get out these conspiracy days and go back to the other Sammy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We can talk. The women's rumble was stupid. Like, where is Asuka? She could have took Summer race by Asuka is injured. Why do you keep asking that? She is injured. It wasn't stupid. Y'all be the main ones asking for the divas to come back. They come back and then you you get mad. What is you can't have it both ways? It wasn't the worst match, but it wasn't the best either. It was mediocre at best. The women's rumble wasn't stupid. It was actually better than the men's and Oscar's injured. I have to agree it was better to um than the men's rumble. Brock been enjoying himself lately. They must have upped his pay. No, they did. They paid him by appearance, baby. Okay? Because he don't have no contract. They Period. pay him. Material, girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he show up. Because he, he go back there and get that check. Okay? That's why. Nah, fuck that. Bobby is black, so I'm rooting for him. I ain't giving Brock no gold star because he finally decided to show up to work and actually do his job. He about nine years too late for that. Bobby Lashley been there his whole damn career, and he's still born. I don't care about him being black. I give Bobby Lashley his props. He put on good matches. He's a good competitor, but he's born. And I will say that to the heat to the fucking cows come home. And I don't care about nobody who don't like it. It's the damn truth. His bald-headed ass is born. Every time I turn around, he's bleeding. Some orifice is bleeding, or some cut on his face is bleeding. I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. She over here posting, watching Rumble and drinking wine and shit. You talking about Bailey? Bailey is. I love her. Bailey is one of the pettiest bitches on the planet, and I love her for it because she's up there with her feet up. <laughs> we're holding her dog. It's because ain't no one been checking Brian Kendrick for the past seven years. First of all, nothing Brian Kendrick do or say move me. So if he don't want to believe in the Holocaust, that's fine by me. <laughs> History says different, bitch. So <laughs> you can say whatever you want. And then AEW's like, well, we're going to pull him from the match. The man been wrestling in WWE. As a matter of fact, didn't he have a match with, with um Harlan, that motherfucking pinhead nigga? On NXT 2.0 a couple weeks back, he been training to the girls. He been working. He was when he was a cruiserweight. When they was running with the cruiserweight division, he was heavily pushed. He was there. He had the title. Nobody said shit. Nothing. All of a sudden, he leave, and it's like he get fired on his day off. What the fuck is going on around here? What what is happening? It's funny. I don't remember that during the CWC, but also I don't remember the CWC. Like, I remember it, but I remember it. Um, I don't have any questions in the question box, so I'm not going to open something if there's nothing there. I wonder what Bailey means by what I want doesn't even exist yet. Do y'all think she's planning something when she returns? Probably. Probably a bitch card title for the woman. That's not the I mean, 24-7. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. I don't know. You can pull Brian Kendrick, but you can't even give Big Swole a proper apology. 
Periana. I'm so over all of that. I'm wrestling drama is too fucking exhausting and I don't have time for it. Now they say Shane McMahon got fired. Um Also, and this my thing is when they say he got fired, is this like fire fire or this is like a trust fund kid firing? Where like they can't show they don't show up, they can't make any decisions, but they I still mean, gain a check. Which I guess I, I think like he got just got demoted from being able to make decisions. Yeah, I don't and think they, like, they quietly released him. I'm like, he was never a wrestler. He, he's the son of a multi billion dollar corporation. Bitch, ain't nothing quietly releasing going on over there involving Shane McMahon. I don't think he got released. It, it goes back to what I was telling y'all before. He don't have the controlling interest no more in the company, not to do Vince or any of the other McMahons. They sold all of that. So now all the decisions feel through who has the controlling interest, which right now would be Nick Khan and the rest of the board. They have the controlling interest. So if they are saying, well, he's quietly been released, that don't make sense. More than likely, his duties as a person to make decisions, produce matches, and write have been revoked. They and said, that's probably it. Said, Go ahead and cut your computer off for me. Naya even had something to say about that, and I'm like, girl, shut the fuck up. Well, she need to go somewhere. She, she need to go somewhere and learn how to love herself. Okay. And, um, Oh, she can't say nothing about nobody as long as she keeps hanging out with Drake works and they keep talking about the math being a conspiracy to traffic kids. As long as you keep saying shit right. like that and supporting shit like that, you have no leg to stand on, bitch. Yeah, that just blew Not one. Because <laughs> y'all didn't care nothing about them kids being sex trafficked until these damn mask mandates come up. Then all of a sudden, y'all want to equate the sex trafficking of children to these mask mandates. Meanwhile, it's kids being kidnapped... Matter of fact, what what was it? Here in Cleveland, that girl, Amanda Berry, Gina DeJesus, and Michelle Rodriguez, all three of them girls got kidnapped here. They was teenagers, kidnapped right off the street, didn't have a mask on the first. They was gone for 10 years. And one of them was living down the street from the house. Wild. But you worried about a fucking mask. She's just one of them people who live in a glass house herself and like to throw stones. I... That's fine. That's fine, but I'm not gonna live I'm not gonna live in there with you. That's all I'm telling you. And I'm not gonna believe your bullshit just because that's what you say. Something about this ain't right. I that's that's how I feel about it. I said it last night. It's a lot of holes in what you're talking about, baby. And a lot of it can be disproven by your own words. The so, if this is how you feel, that's fine. You can you can keep going off on that situation all you want to, but I'd rather you tell the truth than to come back and tell a lie after you done said something you didn't already say it. Because you keep contradicting yourself over and over again. You say shit in one breath and then you say something else the next. And it's like, well, girl, which is it? Where we at? Because it's somewhere in the middle that you're telling the truth because the rest of this is either your truth or some version of the truth. And I'm just I'm just not going to listen to it because I already know where you're going with this. And it was very much me. I needed this and I didn't get this. And while I thought I could get this, I'm just like. Work for it, bitch. I'm like, okay. 
She's like, I miss weddings. I miss birthdays. I'm like, yes, everybody else did too. They all did. You don't have no kids. Roman got five fucking kids. Five. Your cousin, the Uso, they got kids. I mean, some of the girls who was working back there got kids. They got nephews. They got cousins. They got families. They got mothers and fathers. They miss birthdays, too. They miss weddings, too. That does not make you special. It doesn't make your experience any less significant, but that doesn't mean anything. It is what you signed up for. That's the sacrifice you made. If you didn't know, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You didn't know. But in your defense, your ass got five motherfucking siblings, five cousins that was in the business that did it. Like three of them don't even work for WWE. They own the indies. And then your cousin, your cousin, the biggest one, is one of the biggest stars in the world. You had one of the biggest pieces of information to go to to figure it out. So no, you don't have a leg to stand on, my guy. You don't have that. If you was like Bianca, then I could give you a little leeway. I could be like, okay, what if she didn't watch WWE? You feel what I'm saying? What if she wasn't as ingrained in it as we are? Then I could understand your plight. But your ass was born into this shit. Whether you like it or not, you had resources to be able to go to. You chose not to. That's your motherfucking fault. If you didn't, if you didn't ask about it, you damn sure watched it. I know you saw it. So hell no. Hell no. We ain't gonna go through this. Can Naomi just can Roman just bring Naomi to the table and join his family? She already married to Jay, so that's easy. And Sonya won't fuck with her. Um, I think now that Paul Heyman's back, because I think that was always like a Heyman idea. Especially since obviously they had that match. I think this is probably the good time to start to do it. Just do it. She needs something else to do. I'm tired. She's not unaware of sacrifices are made to have a successful career. So I don't know why she's trying to play in our face. Who are you talking about, if I may ask? She's probably talking about Nia. Talking about Nia Jax. Because it's like, who else would she be talking? I think that's also really bothers me. Like, she just sounds so fucking privileged. I'm like, you have done nothing to... Oh, you like you have done nothing to like for nothing, but you want to be upset that things didn't work out your way. Like you have to like try. You can't just sit here and think everything's gonna fall into your lap because of so and so's your cousin. Like, bitch, go to work. She thinks she's Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte is a strong woman because that one. She take her licks and she gets Charlotte, But Charlotte money. puts in the work though because she knows she has to or people would be on her neck more than they already are now. Exactly. It don't matter what she do or how good she is. She ain't gonna never be able to do it without nobody trying to cuss her out and call her all types <laughs> of names. 
They shit on Charlotte just for the hell of it. <laughs> Rico said, bitch, go to work. Nicole, 2022. What? <laughs> he put a quote in the chat box. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. Like, literally, just, like, go, literally go to work. Like, she is so, and it's like, the fact that she tried to say that she did not get in there for her family, like, girl, you was sitting here modeling for Lane Bryant before you got there. You was not doing nothing. <laughs> oh, shit. Now she was modeling for Lane Bryant. Well, she, well, was. she was modeling. You know, she was. I don't, I don't follow these people. I don't, I don't know this shit. She was. Know, she that had, like, a 20, 24 or something. I don't know. I they did give her one. It was a chronicle or something like that. Yeah, it was like a chronicle she, or something. She I said that she was a model, plus size model before she started. I wouldn't have gave her a fucking chronicle. <laughs> Damn, is that what I'm not like? <laughs> Rico said, no, I'll fuck that, Tiffany. Oh, oh my God, I remember when I used to say that shit. <laughs> Not new I got called out by my friends for saying unhinged all the time. They were like, they were like, that is literally your favorite word. Well, is it? Is it your favorite word? It is. I use it all the time. Because one of my <laughs> friends um start has like started watching Grimm. And she's like, she's like decently far along, and she was like, "What's going on?" And because she's like at the season when things really start to get like fucking insane, I was like, "The show is really unhinged." Like the last like five six episodes, and she was like, "Jesus Christ!" She was like, "You and that word." <laughs> and then, and then someone else at work was like, "You say that word so much." It's your favorite word. No, we had to have a conversation because I was, I was. I might take some of the, take this live and put it on the podcast. I think I'm gonna do it. Take the sound and put it on the podcast, Kenny. You just don't have to be featured, bitch. I don't know what to tell you. I can't cut you out. I'm you're not paid, man. <laughs> so she said, uh, Rico said, no, nah, your favorite phrase is, I'm sick, Nicole, because you be saying that to everything. I do. It's one of them. For sure. Other than that, they really want no, they really want no other wrestling news. So, we clear. Besides Summer Walker getting clowned all day, ain't shit happening today. I don't know why Summer Walker was getting clowned, but I did see her talk on the bump. <laughs> She's still going on the tie in there. I said Summer um, Walker. I was I talking about Summer Walker. Summer Walker? Yeah, oh. I'm talking about Summer Ray. Love her. I'm talking about that bitch. <laughs> Summer Walker do look like Goro. Her hair is based on a horse. Is no, that, she looks like Goro. Like she looks a fucking yeah, but the girl mess. Was talking about her stuff, she looks like a horse's ass. A horse's ass. <laughs> what she posted. On. I thought Summer Walker posted that on her Instagram. I don't know who posted it, but the shit was funny. Somebody heard this like horse asses. Okay. <laughs> Girl, when you see a picture of Summer Walker and her shaved head with that with them dreadlocks in the middle, 
Just say she look like something. It ain't nothing attractive, I can tell you that. But somebody like it, I guess. I don't like this house I built. Bulldoze. This charger is really doing what it's supposed to be doing, and I'm just it's amazing. Goro look better than her. Oh, that's fucked up. Yay. She do look like the orcs from Skyrim. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> Where I used to play Skyrim all the time and he would run into the orcs. She looked just like that. That's a good one, Rico. I, I bulldozed it, Aaliyah. I'm tired of looking at it. I have to get headphones today because mine's broke. Wow. Aaliyah said, are you still building this house with the black and white bathroom, Kenny? I bulldozed. I was tired of looking at it. It's hard to <laughs> a house in Sims. Shit. He bulldozed that bitch. And the terrain. The terrain got bulldozed. Damn! <laughs> I'm still building my shit up on the stairs. <laughs> I had to break from my family. It was too many people. I was like, this is a mess. Oh, I oh. use cheats, so I don't really care about the money. But yeah, you get your money back. But I don't build, like, as I'm playing a story. I just build. I don't like playing because I don't have time for that. Now I gotta sit here and wait for him to take a shower. Now I gotta sit here and wait for them to cook a fucking pancake. I'm not doing that shit. I'm sorry. You're horrible. <laughs> the figure four. Or whatever the what fuck. The greatest submission of all time. There's a lot actually that I like. Um. I like Sasha's bank statement a lot, and I think it's one of the most effective. Whose submission is it, Naomi or Carmella? Who the fuck is it that does that? Naomi's submission is dope, and she rarely uses it. Yeah, I that's use it more often. But Carmella has a code of silence, and I always love that. That submission is fire. I can tell you the, the worst line. one. The disarmor. I don't believe that shit for a fucking minute. I'm sorry. I can't. That's <laughs> corny as fuck. <laughs> My day was horrible. And then I got Damn. home. <laughs> My day was just long. Mm. Like my ass wanted to go home. I was pre- before I even got to work. I got pizza, so I'm good. <laughs> I did get five guys for all my troubles, but still, I was like, Ooh, bull- 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 "Bullshit! I wanted to go home." Five guys fries were slapped. <laughs> 
She said, no, the disarmor is painful. It is. I don't really know any solutions that I don't think are effective. All the ones I've seen are generally effective. This arm her hurts because it literally it pulls in your back shoulder it pulls in your back shoulder muscles. It's not necessarily arm, it's like your shoulder. She said you can dislocate your elbow or your shoulder. Yep. Well, maybe I need someone to do, to do that to me because I. No, no, you don't. I don't. Don't, don't, don't. I don't. Don't say that. I'm tired of the kids. They don't listen. I'm tired. <laughs> Let me get a couple days little off. kids. Yo, I mean, I get a break in after school though, because hmm. is this HIPAA if I tell y'all? I always wanted to learn. What's the one that? Why am I blanking on what it's called? What does Charlotte do all the time? Figure eight. Yeah, figure eight. Yes. I thought it's a fucking figure four. What the fuck? I love well, there that is a figure four. There's figure four. But she does the eight because she goes, because how she goes all the way down. Her dad mm-hmm. did the four. Hmm. She stayed being better than her dad. Period. Rick could never. Uh-huh. I really I want to do Rick submissions do it, too. Yeah. Just because I feel like as a shorter shorter person i feel like it'll be more believable to wear down an opponent (laughs) but i think the best submission is the moodle lock that's one of my favorite submissions it's the one that i want to use it looks painful when done right i was always partial to the cross face (laughs) i love that submission i always appreciated the bank statement because mm-hmm. of how the different ways of how she would go into it. Like it was yeah. never stale. She was that. And my part version of that, I learned how to transition into it. I did it on my boyfriend once. And he's 6'3". And he was impressed and a little turned on. Jesus Christ, man. No, I like when Sasha did her bank statement. And who was it? Was it Mandy and Sonia? No. She had it was boy in the elimination chamber and she used her foot. Yeah. yeah. I love that. It was on Mandy, I think. Well, I can't remember who it was. But they were the last two they were the last two teams in the chamber. Um, Bailey had Sonya somewhere, and she had finally got Mandy down and put her in the... She couldn't use her arm because they had worked on her arm, and she used her foot. I thought that yep, was the I coolest thing. She also had a dislocated shoulder in that match, too, right? Mm-hmm. I love when she used her foot. Ooh, the glam slam stretch that Beth used is really effective, too. I don't know. I know if I was a wrestler, again, I'm too old for all of this now, but I would have, my finisher would be a submission. Yeah. Because I like, because I'm a Scorpio and I like drawing because I like making people miserable. Jenny's submission is really nice. That, um, that surfboard stretch that she has. I liked, um, what was Tony's new one that she got right before she left? It wasn't a submission, but I liked it. The Storm won. 
Storm one, I I really I always like Storm Zero too. Yeah, Storm Zero was that nice. is a cool ass thing for a move. <laughs> uh, that's why I'm kind of bummed. She, you know what? That's what I really liked. I wish she stayed just so she, as soon as like she would evolve, she would like up the number of her finishers. Yeah, Storm, Storm, Storm thing reminds me of fucking Star Wars. If she gets five finishers and she gets them all, she'd have like a Power Ranger team ready. <laughs> Period. She'd have all. She'd have all the Infinity Stones. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Y'all shit. If she had a total of five finishers, she could get merch with Power Rangers on them from like zero to five. Oh my fucking god! Please stop. My mind, you guys. Tony, I know you don't got social media, but if you listen to this, <laughs> just, just yes, Tony, put down the Candace Owen videos and listen to us. I'm serious. I'm putting this on the podcast. This is a good conversation. Don't help me. just gonna have to suffer. I don't know what to tell her. But yeah. She didn't say much anyway. All you hear is a giggle. Hey, <laughs> me. That's you. That's all you hear. Who else has really good submissions? Uh-uh, cause Cause I'm not I'm really thinking about it. I'm not y'all not gonna have me sounding stupid trying to keep up with y'all <laughs> y'all's conversation. Ooh, what is the day that we're going to that raw Tiffany? March seventh. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you so much. I am always forever grateful for all the new listeners that we have and the oldie but goldies. So make sure you guys follow us on our social media at down for the count 19 on Twitter and at D4TC underscore podcast on Instagram. Make sure you follow us so you can keep up to date when we post new podcasts, when we have polls, when we are live streaming Raw, SmackDown, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Elimination Chamber, and AEW, MLW, Impact, the whole nine. We want you guys to be involved and we want you guys to interact with us. All right? So we'll see you guys next time.